Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Like, I can be Jack. I want a bigger dick. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's very reassuring to know. <laughs> All right, then. Um, right on. Welcome to the Feudal Anime Podcast. I'm Jack. And joining me today is Rick, who apparently wants to be me. Um, and uh, today we're going to talk about a year lie in April. So how are you doing today, Rick? Well, uh, better after that joke. And uh, yeah, this is a bullshit, complete and utter bullshit anime. What? I mean, don't get me wrong. I like it. I like it. It was good. But I'm not supposed to cry like like a girl when I'm watching an anime like this. Like, it's not, it's bullshit. Well, I, uh, I, w- I did warn you. You did warn me, but I, I, I walked into it thinking you were going to be that asshole who's like, be careful of this, only to have it backfire and not be that. Yeah, no, no. When I said it was a very depressing anime, I, I meant literally that it was a, it was very sad. It's, it's, it tugs on your heartstrings big time. Yeah, well, you said it was a slice of life anime. It is. That is a you know, you, that is the who's genre. A slice of life because that is some that is a bad bad life to live. Well, I mean, it's that's the genre. The genre is slice of life. It's meant to give you more of a realistic kind of feel to it. Realistic? Your mother dies and then sorry, spoiler alert, but you you find out his mom's dead. Wait episode one yeah just to give everyone a heads up we do talk about the anime in full beginning middle and end and there are spoilers throughout that said he loses his ability to hear the notes and then the chick who helps him hear again basically who gives him the the foresight the 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 i don't know what you want to call it courage or the drive play again yeah, I, drive. I, okay. yeah, I would go with the drive. The chick who gives him the drive ends up dying too. Like, what the hell? How many times can you dick punch somebody before they're like, you know, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, I mean, I I thought this was a great, great anime. I mean, like, in, in all honesty, I mean, like, it touches on a lot of aspects in and of itself. I mean, like, I feel... With this one, we can also we can do another deep dive and spend two or three uh, hours minimum talking about every aspect that goes on in this because there's a lot that goes on in here in and of itself. We very well could, and we're not going to do that. No, I was gonna say, <laughs> well, to, to be perfectly honest, my first impression—I I wrote some notes down. My very first impression first three or four minutes watching it i write down this is a really creepy way to to draw stuff because the fingers don't look natural they look 
like a mixture of CGI and they are, they are. And, and they did that because, um, you know, normally when they have a lot of action, they're trying to, uh, kind of combine it all together to make it a little bit, you know, seem realistic. Uh, I mean, like, especially with the, the amount of movement that they do and they don't want it to blur by because they know a lot of people tend to get what the fuck type of mentality. And everything I was looking at, as best as I can tell, it looks like they've actually written every, uh, the animation follows the, the actual keystrokes. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. I don't know much, so I, I can't really say for certain, but it definitely looked like it was stroke for stroke, note for note. Yeah, and that's probably one of the reasons why they wanted to do the CGI for it. They probably uh, wanted to focus more on the actual note placement of the fingers than anything else. Well, I mean, just looking at it, it looks amazing and you if you were to close your eyes this these renditions are beautifully done they do take some liberties let's call them but overall i'm not complaining i think it was masterfully done for what they were given to do oh yeah yeah no and and um they definitely tried making each piece for each individual uh, give it its own feeling and and that was the whole point of it too you know they wanted to have each person kind of portray specific emotions when they were playing it robotic grating sad emotional angry lonely um they wanted to have that 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 character the person who was playing it uh they wanted to give them that emotion they wanted to give them that uh that feeling while they were playing and and i well, feel like they did that yeah, exactly. I feel like they they did that. It was, in, in all honesty, too. The the soundtrack in and of itself was beautifully chosen. I mean, all the way throughout, they have the tones and 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 the pieces playing, and it fits perfectly as if the anime was written just for that. You know, I do get that feeling. Um, I don't get that feeling often, but it did seem like someone wanted to, <laughs> for lack of a better term, they wanted to make an anime specifically for these pieces, these set pieces. And they did a beautiful job. Indeed. Because if you were to take each individual piece that they play and run, I, I don't know, a feeling comparison, it's very, very clear that each specific portion of the anime was written for that particular song or that particular um musical number whatever you want to call it right score i think it's all yeah they call it a score yeah and honestly i like piano i like hearing people play live more than anything else because i feel that it it allows for a certain set of vulnerability and when you listen to somebody who's doing it live if they don't mess up you're with them as far as the triumph hey i did this successfully this is 100% 100% awesome. And when they fail, you're right there with them too. Like, ah, oh, you know, I, I, that missed keystroke is, is not purposeful, but you feel it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they give the impression whenever they do stuff in this anime that you're not alone. Like you're doing this with them. Yeah. And they definitely and- reiterate that uh, quite a few times throughout. Um, and, and it starts off in a very 
very uh, u- unique way. Um, it starts off with you seeing a, a blonde girl uh, just kind of wandering through the streets and following a cat. And uh, and that's that's the opening scene. So you're like, okay, well, you know, it's got to be about her. The primary uh, deal is about her. And, and it is by far not. She is a part of it. But it's uh, it's it's she in equal parts, right? I think it's a third about her, a third who and her name is uh, Kauri, Kosei, the main male protagonist, and Subaki, who has been the lifelong friend and neighbor of uh, Kosei and self-proclaimed um, big sister figure. Yeah, yeah, she she definitely. Uh, calls herself the bigger sister. He calls her big sister because he is the little brother that can't take care of himself uh, because he just is so focused because of how he was raised, so focused on the music. Well, not necessarily the music per se. The way okay, his mom had an illness that is not described. It reminds me of uh, ALS and... It vaguely, the disease that the mother has and the disease that the girl has vaguely reminds me of that, where the body starts shutting down and you don't understand that that's what's going on and they don't expressly say, and supposedly there's this experimental something, uh, surgery that'll fix her, which doesn't lead me to believe it's, it's any known disease. If a surgery can fix your disease, you know, right? I, I don't know. Uh, but. no, one of the things is it was a particular type of anemia. Um, at least that's what we're led to believe, uh, because she says she's always been a little anemic and there is a, uh, anemia, anemia out there where she portrays all the symptoms. And the only things they don't show are, uh, bleeding gums, nosebleeds and re- skin rashes. Right. But she, other than that, they portray it and the experimental surgery is a bone marrow transplant which in and of itself is a risky risky uh surgery well yeah because i don't want to get too in, i don't want to be wrong i want to point that i don't want to be wrong but don't they have to like make you completely vulnerable to every type of disease in order to accept new bone marrow um i think you're talking about a white blood cell transplant no well yeah where you're, you got to kill off all your white blood cells before the marrow can be placed in otherwise the white blood cells will start attacking your the foreign marrow i think i don't know but that's not what we're here to talk about indeed Um, no but uh anyways uh you don't know that she has any disease right in the very beginning uh you just know that uh kosei is you know writing music uh subaki is very protective of him and she doesn't and you find out how protective she is of him despite the fact uh he got hit in the head with a baseball in the very beginning when he tries to pick you by her Uh, but on accident mind you she didn't do it on purpose Mm -hmm. uh when he goes to pick up some glass and she runs over and grabs his hand and tells him that he shouldn't do that because you know he's a pianist he if he cuts his fingers in a uh too deep he can lose the ability to play the piano as perfectly as he does the reason he plays it so perfectly is not because he's talented. It's because his mom forced him to play hours and hours and hours. And his motivation to play when he was a child 
was to help his mom get better because he was under the impression he believed because his mother told him that when he does well, it's better than medicine for her. Exactly. And so he thought if he played perfectly, he could heal his mother. Yes. Unfortunately, she passes away. And as a result, he not only loses his ability to play, but he keeps saying he loses the ability to hear himself play. It's and it's his not punishment for not good. No, it's not that he loses the ability to play. He loses the ability to hear. It it becomes muffled. It's as if he's underwater while he's playing. He but it's uh, only his own playing. Right. He can hear everything else. And and he, you're right. He does say that it is his punishment. Right. And you find out why he believes it's his punishment. And and what actually happens is is, is two years. Before this actually happens, he his mother had died. Everyone's commenting on him being like a robot, and it's like, it's unbelievable. His mother just died, and here he is playing like nothing happened. And halfway through his performance, he stops crying because he can't hear it anymore. He finally snaps. It finally all comes back. It haunts him, and you find out why. It's because he blames himself for his mother dying. It's not that he uh, did horrible or anything like that. No, uh, you find out that she, after his performance, the last one his mother ever heard, he was very happy, very emotional. He he wanted to do really well for his mother, and she heard it. So when he was done, he went to her and he said, you know, hey, how did I do? And she was upset that he didn't play it true to the score, like note for note, exactly how it was written at the pace, at the everything that she had literally beaten into him. Because he had bruises all over his arms, and you you can tell that he was abused. He even talked about being abused. Everyone else talked about him being abused because he had to play it true to the score. And she (laughs) hit him so hard that he started bleeding, and he threw the papers at her and said, I hope you die. And then she dies. His last words to her were so brutal that he doesn't forgive himself. Exactly. And and so she haunts him for saying that. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah, me- metaphorically speaking for saying that. Yeah, it's honestly, that hits home for probably a lot more people than not because everyone said something really messed up to their parents. Everyone. So some people whom I've encountered don't care. Some people care very deeply that, oh, dear Lord, that could have been my last thing I said to my mom. And they learn from it. Yes. But a lot of people don't. And a lot of people don't get the opportunity. So he he goes through and it follows him along uh, through everything that he does when he tries to play for himself or in, in competition. So after he stopped hearing it, he stopped playing. And it was two years um, after that event, after that had happened. And at that point, he's introduced to a uh, cowrie who um, forces him basically to become uh, her accompanist because she just plays so wildly that that no one can, no one can keep up. Right. And while they're playing, he stops hearing his own music. He can hear her, but he can't hear himself. And so he's hammering away at the keys. He's just playing it hard and he's picking up the tempo because he's panicking and he can't because he can't hear it and so he stops he's like i i I can't play this i'm ruining her performance i gotta stop and so he stops 
And then she stops. I should probably mention that in this competition, it is explained that if the accompanist stops, it actually might help the performance simply because he's doing so poorly, or he or she, I should say, is doing so poorly. However, if the person who's meant to be showcased stops, they're basically done. Like, it's not... They're disqualified. It's not something... Yeah, disqualified. You can't stop and pick it up back up. You can't catch your breath because you'll just ruin your... Performance, your performance essentially yeah and she's a violinist and uh so he's accompanying her and so because he stopped she stopped and so she looks at him she's like tells him you know through her through her look says let's start again you know just listen to my music and so they start playing and they play a beautiful piece and everyone's cheers and, and applause and that's the beginning of it all that's the beginning of his uh step forward now, what's interesting to say, we kind of skipped over this um, earlier. His friend who sees him as a brother at this moment in time was saying that he's 14. His eyes should pop. His eye, He should see color. He should see sparkle in the eyes, you know? And she was saying that his eyes were dull. And he mentions that he doesn't see a world of color. And it's brought back over and over and over that once you find someone you love, your world changes and you get to see colors that you didn't previously know about and everything's brighter and everything's happier and the second that <laughs> he at this moment in time he's very dull and he he sees everything as monotone so it's to him a depressing life be, as, as is his punishment for being so mean to his mother yeah and his best friend who's very popular his male best friend extremely popular soccer genius essentially great with the ladies to the point of being a player um, is being set up by um, Tsubaki. Tsubaki. Yeah. To, yeah. Because Kaori said she wanted to get with uh, Watari. She found him very cute. And to avoid being the third wheel, uh, Tsubaki decided to have Kosei come with him to be and I'm going to quote because this is a very important thing that keeps going on and being repeated. Uh he becomes friend A, and originally it was thought to avoid having Subaki be the third wheel. And if the how'd she say? It? If the conversation starts to lull, since you both are musicians, you'll have something to talk about to to pick back up on the conversation. Now, of course, Kosei arrives early, and he very very weirdly finds what was it? Um, they're not tights, but like leggings, stocking leggings. Leggings and hanging shoes from, hanging, hanging from, from a, a tree. tree. And he hears music and he's like, this is awesome. Okay, I'll go take a look. So hands, he still has the shoes and the leggings in hand. And he walks up and he sees this gorgeous blonde playing an instrument. It looks like a mix between a piano and a sax. I'm not quite sure what that's actually called. But she's playing it well. And she's essentially giving a music lesson to three young children. Now... I should probably pause this to tell you that they don't scale height for age very well because Watari, Kaori, um, Tsubaki, and uh, Kosei are all roughly 14. However, 13-year-olds look like toddlers when standing side by side. I'm not quite sure if they think that they're going to grow that much in a year or what's it's going on. to help differentiate the age difference or or rather the difference in between the grades um, is what I feel. Anyways, uh, but beside the point, 
that's how they first are first introduced that and and while she's playing he takes a picture because all of the kids start playing with her and the pigeons start flying around and wind blows and right when the wind blows he takes a picture and she uh has her skirt up and so 100 percent accidental i should probably mention that yeah oh yeah no no it is definitely accidental but that doesn't that does not stop uh her from being pissed off about it like at all and, and beating the crap out of him yes and then instantly when uh her uh, lover boy shows up changes tune quite drastically i might add relatively yeah, quick too it's kind of funny she goes from a, i will kill you and they 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 throw like a double voice on her which is kind of cool where she's got this demonic voice coming at you and then as soon as watery shows up she's this prim and proper princess super forgiving um in front of him and then when she looks at kosa and gets really close she she goes if you ever do this i will kill you and they won't find the body yeah and uh that that's their first meeting well to kose anyways that's the first time they've ever met she actually has known about him and her parents you find out as well are very big fans of his as well and in fact from his very first uh performance his very first uh recital yeah, i would say title. yeah yep. um effectively affected her course in life she wanted to play a violin because he was playing the piano so beautifully he wanted to or not he but she wanted to uh play the violin and have him accompany her because yeah, of she this. was originally a pianist and when she heard him play she, her only desire i this goes back to the whole you start to see different colors because of love and all this other stuff you you start your eyes are open to the world and she changes right then and there her her instrument of play and she wants to be a violinist so that he could accompany her and they could play together and then potentially their love could grow this is all her as a child two years prior so they're 12 years old but she again no no like a no 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 this isn't just two years prior this is years prior well this he stopped doing it two years ago so that means yeah no but it was his very first recital Oh, that's right. Uh, you got me on that one. Okay. Yeah, it was his very first one. They were they were very young. Uh, I would say like they were in in middle school, like before middle school. They were I don't know, probably seven, eight years old. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense because they considered him a prodigy. Um, and and so it was at that time. You know, I would even say probably younger than seven or eight. But uh, yeah, that at that point, it affected her life, you know, and it changed the course. Um, All of and in fact, his two rivals as well, or they consider him to be a rival. Uh, you have uh, Takashi and Emmy, who both took up the piano because of him. Um Emmy first heard him at his first piano recital, same thing as uh, Kaori, except she was so overwhelmed, so uh, so touched by his music, she started crying at the end of his uh, recital. And then uh, Taka- Takashi heard him later on, and he was very, you know, uh, robotic, is what people called him, like his mother's puppet, the human metronome. And Ta- Takashi found him very, like, superhero-like. He was, like, precision across the board. And so both of them took up the piano because of this. And they wanted to fight, or musically anyways, because of this. Uh, 
Emmy wanted the guy that he was before in uh, Takashi just wanted to win, wanted to prove he could beat beat his uh, superhero, so to speak, in a matter of speaking. Yeah. And the cool part about that whole thing is in the hero sense, he would show up, he would do his job, then he would leave before even the results standings were announced. Yeah. Yeah, the results were announced. And, and it, he thought it, it was so cool because he didn't play to win. He played because it was the right thing to do. At least that was his impression. No, actually, he walked away and his impression was um, he's he's leaving because it's as if the outcome was already determined. Like he didn't even need to look at the results. He knew he was going to win. Oh, see, I didn't take that away. I watched the English version. Which one did you watch? The dub. Or not the dub, sorry, okay. the sub. And the in sub. the okay. sub, he says um, it pisses him off because he's walking away as if he already knows the outcome. And in the English version, it says he's upset because or it pisses him off because he walks away as if he doesn't care. Yeah, he says that too. Uh, he doesn't care because it's as if he knows the outcome, which is okay. him winning. I mean, like he's playing it true to the score. Like that's why they make fun of him or not make fun of him, but talk trash is because he is literally playing it to the score. It's on tempo. It's yeah. And that's the only thing the judges can judge you on. And so because he's playing it so perfectly, he is, um, you he's know, he to win every yeah, single time. Exactly. Competition wise, but personality wise, apparently He's lacking. He falls behind everybody else because the way that he plays is not to to show emotion. It's to play exactly what's on the paper. And that's the way his mother taught him. His mother taught him to honor the the composers. Right. That, right. Who were who were you to challenge the late great whoever wrote it? Yeah. Chopin, Mozart, all them. And if you don't do it the way that they wrote it, you are failure because you're not living up to what you could do. And you actually find out later on uh, that she was worried about him. His mother was actually worried about him uh, in general, whether or not he was going to be able to take care of himself, whether or not he was going to be able to make a living. And and you find out that the reason why she was so hard on him, sometimes to excess, is that she just wanted him to be able to make a living. And the one thing that the judges could really judge him on was just, uh, the music and and him staying true to the piece and how it was written and that's why he actually always won is because he stayed true to it to yeah, to a fault sometimes but in competition they they really don't care about where your heart's at or where how much emotion you put into the 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 piece and so the reason he kept winning and he got the the nickname the robot was because he was always doing the more difficult pieces that would. Ray, that would score much higher and uh, he would do it flawlessly just as the piece was written and you really can't get any marks down you can't get marked down until you're probably i would say an adult competing against professionals but by then you'd probably have your own i guess uh how do you say uh, technique yeah at, or or following so that you'd have people willing to pay to see you be perfect <laughs> for lack of a better word yeah yeah, and 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 I feel that that that's really what this whole thing was about. 
is it, it it's it was him coming into his own. It was him learning and and despite the fact that he, you know, had to endure loss not once but twice. That Kose had to deal with death twice and yeah. both times it was the exact same disease apparently. Uh that yeah. that Ex- extreme extreme heartache. Yeah, and that was apparently the only way to to get him to truly truly grow and he even references a point to where he says that the music just gets in his way the the sound now gets in his way now the cool part is uh, during this well do you have to remember like what was the episode title because the title was the the name of the 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 piece he was playing love sorrow love sorrow love sorrow so that piece his mom played quite often so he wouldn't get scared of of sorrow because it, she knew when she left him, she's going to leave this hole. Now what's kind of cool is in this particular episode, when in this point of the story, he realizes what she, her true intentions were. And instead of her being some evil figure looming over him, she becomes and transformed transforms in his mind's eye into this loving, nurturing thing that only wants him to succeed. And he gets over his lack of being able to hear the notes. Yeah. And it's quite beautiful the way they play the song. They, they're not the song. They, they play the piece. And it's kind of funny. If you were to ever go to a uh, side note, if you were able to go to actual recital and you hear people play flawlessly, and then you hear someone play with passion, it, it's they're equally awesome, but completely different. Even yeah. though they're playing the same same notes, same melodies, it's just you can tell who really likes it and who is just practice, you, practice, 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 practice. You can tell. You can feel the emotion behind it all is what you can yeah, do. It's and really, really awesome. It is. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's wonderful. Um, But yeah, it it really comes to to fruition throughout the whole thing and then he has his you know as as we had talked about earlier uh he has his rivals so to speak and he he you really tell the difference and they even they can tell the difference in in his overall mentality when he's talking to them and and the fact that he actually acknowledges their existence now too yeah whereas before he didn't have anybody because he didn't recognize anybody. He wasn't competing. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, before it wasn't a competition. He knew he would win it, it in a matter of speaking. He knew he would win what, hands down. Yeah. It, it was more of a, well, that was fun. I'm going to go collect my first place and be on my way. Who are you again? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Why are you here? And the reason why oh. he always did it, he he played to win, was because his mom told him that's that it was the best medicine. Like you had said, she had told him that it was better than any medicine she had, could ever get. It's kind of brutal to tell a child, but it is. It is very brutal. I, you could see why she did it. Mm-hmm. He became a success and didn't really need his father. He was able to get a part-time job because of music and all that stuff. No, Thanks. he. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like his father was never there anyways. His father was always traveling for work. True. And as he goes through, he it's kind of funny. After that recital, you see that he was super upset that Calorie didn't show up. And he's like, I had to do this alone. I'm going to find out where she is. And what what's kind of cool to me is whenever anybody in this series is upset, they've got like a plushie that accompanies them. Oh, so yeah. you're not really, you don't really see 
everything way upset. You just like he gets mad whenever he's like in deep impassioned anger. You see cows because he yeah. likes milk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, uh, they even referenced the brand. I, I think it's a funny brand too. It's like Moo Moo Milk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Moo Moo Milk. All right, that's cool. Right on. And you see him begin to graduate as far as mental capacity goes. Yes. Um, as the show goes on and his one time rivals and, and enemies become friendly enough towards him and, and vice versa that he shares his egg sandwiches. Yeah. And, and they and, have full on discussions about this, you know, about the, the differences in the ways you can make it and how it tastes great and everything like that. And it really shows as well towards the end when they, sh- they see him, you know, and he's distraught and they're like, you need to, you need to take care of yourself, man. You don't look so good. Can, should we take it to the hospital and everything like that? It's like, no, they were genuinely concerned about him. And his only feeling was, is, is that he needs to play. He has to play. And the reason why he has to play is because Cowrie is, is going through her own trial and she's about to have this very dangerous, very risky surgery that she may not live from in that it may only prolong her life. Not, not, not even that long. And not even heal her. It might just fix her to, to get through another year. Exactly. And she was willing to do that. Simply to play with him, to hear him sing again. Or not sing, to hear him play again and play alongside him, which you find out at the end was her whole goal. Yeah. You, you find out that that was the lie in April. Her lie in April was the lie that she wanted to meet Watari, her uh, Kosei's friend. Her lie was she wanted to be with him because she liked him, and it wasn't that at all. She wanted to be with with Kosei. She loved Kosei, and she even says this at the very end, in a, in a very heartfelt, very very heartfelt letter that she had written in the stationery that they bought together when she was on her last time out of the hospital. A very beautiful love letter. If that that doesn't hurt your heart, I don't know what will. Yeah, no. She tells him everything. I lied in April. I didn't want to be with your friend. I wanted to be with you. I loved you. She says she she needs someone a little more sincere. Yeah, and and she couldn't stand to see him being the robot that he was. She wanted him to feel the music the way he did before, how he played it with color. And and this really also plays well, too, in the last episode when he's playing his piece and everyone can feel it. They're overwhelmed with emotion, overwhelmed with emotion um, to the point of tears because they can feel the heartbreak and the sadness behind it all. And while he's playing, he spiritually is playing with her at the end. And it is their last piece they're playing together, man. And it is it is heartbreaking and sad and beautiful all at the same time. It makes, it, it rounds everything out flawlessly. Now, I realize we're skipping over a bunch of stuff, but it's inconsequential as far as the story goes. The story, the main points are he gets over everything, his own issues, and he learns to essentially love again and play with somebody else and play for somebody else. He, You find out that friend A isn't just the stand-in. You find out that he was, 
he was the objective. Yep. And she could never, she could never bring herself to, to tell him. Until, until after, sadly, after she had died with a letter. Yeah. Her last will and testament, essentially. Yeah. And, and through this whole time, Subaki too, his friend, lifelong friend is struggling with the idea of everything. And, and her finally also at the end coming to terms that she loves him too. And she, yeah. in a matter of speaking, tells him this too at the very end, at the end of the last episode, she finally tells him this. Yeah, it was kind of cool how they, how they went about that. Yeah. It it wasn't a straight up I love you. It was it was it was an I love you though. In her own yeah, way. And a- and you can tell that he knew exactly what she was saying. <laughs> and instead of being kicked in the dick or or anything like that, he uh he, he got a bloody shin. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the same, same premise, same, same premise, just same a premise. different uh, execution. In light of everything, taking it all into consideration, how would you rate the series? Well, given the nature of the, the series, I, I couldn't fap to it, but that's mainly because I don't do sad very well. Um, you know, tears are great for lube. So I'm told, um, <laughs> no, uh, Honestly, it's it's amazing. It, it very very good storytelling. Um, a little bit cliched at times, um, but I would say four to five faps. All right. What about you? What do you think? I give it. A, I honestly, uh, I give it a solid five. A solid really? five faps. Yeah, it it is great. It's something that I I literally I could buy it and watch it multiple times. It, it is just I personally find it a great great anime personally uh especially for the music in and of itself i mean the music pieces were were beautiful to say the least it's as if the anime was written around it i, I know i said that before but it's as if well, it you, was written you're, for you're it. not wrong you're 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 100 correct on that <laughs> it does it does feel like they were writing it as they were listening uh, so it was it was really yeah i gave it a five personally um Fair enough. well i think that's about it for today uh next week is mr rick's choice so uh what's our what's our anime uh since you want to make me feel i'm going to uh gonna do a little bit nitty-gritty for you all right uh nine, 91 days now i don't have the synopsis in front of me however it is a dated or a time period piece about uh, rum running and the mafia. I personally like it. It has a very somber feel to it. And it's just, it's one of those anime that don't, that does not leave an open-ended feeling. And just, it, it's like a very good book to me. It has a very good beginning, an interesting middle, and a satisfying conclusion. All right. Have you heard of it before? I have not, but I, I went ahead and I looked it up. Uh, looks pretty interesting. So a child living in the town of Wallace, uh, gets brought back in seven years later and he wants some revenge from the looks of it. Looks pretty good to me. I'm looking forward to watching it and, uh, we'll definitely reconvene on that next week. Uh, if you would like us to do a deeper dive on this anime or any other anime, please feel free to let us know. Uh, at feudal anime podcast at gmail.com. Uh, catch you all next time. Later.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 